first and 15, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. Hi and welcome to another Southwest Conference Division 1A game day review. This time it's game day 5, hosted by the Plymouth Wolverines. And yes, they did turn up. <laughs> this is also the last Southwest Conference Division 1A of the season, as the last game day is the second cross-conference game at Western and Swindon respectively. Before we get any deeper, I guess I need to introduce the band. I'm still Dale Davis, head coach of the Grand Gators. He's still Lewis Phillips, head coach and president of Exeter Falcons. Hello, Lewis. Hello. <laughs> Sam's walking cast now, though. Uh, also with us, eventually, will be the dulcet tones of Ian Tucker, Plymouth Wolverine Supremo. And as it's late in the season for our division... We invited some new voices to join the party. Firstly, it's the Southwest Division 1's version of JJ Watt. It's Swansea's David Camp. Oh, I like that one. Hi. <laughs> and last but maybe not least, uh, the Grand Gators chairman and chatterbox, Josh Corbett. Hello. Okay. Last game day, so seven fixtures in all. Let's get working through them. Uh, first up, we're going to do Swindon Storm against Exeter Falcons which finished 61-0 to the Falcons. But I will pre-see this by saying Swindon turned up with a bare five because guys let them down. Uh, they had three games against arguably the toughest team in the division. And from first snap to last whistle, they didn't stop in fairness to them. So big props to uh, Swindon for last game day. Anyhow, Exeter beat them 61-0 in the opening game. So Exeter didn't take it lightly on them. Lewis, give us some thoughts on the game, buddy. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, like I say, all due respect to Swindon, but it was a bit of a exhibition match um, after the first couple of drives, really. And um, yeah, they were they were they were down a lot of their key players. Uh, we were definitely expecting more of a fight um, than we got, uh, and quickly start. My my rule's always been three um, scores up, and and we start rotating. So yeah, that that kind of happened. Pretty early on, um, but yeah, nothing more to it really. Um, they had the they had the same troubles they had all day. Obviously, a quarterback that's not used to playing quarterback, um, and it just yeah, it went the same way for them all day. Yeah, unfortunately, it's going to be a common theme with the Swindon results throughout this uh, recording. Uh, it very quickly degenerated into almost a training match for all the teams. Uh, which was a bit of a shame because the Swindon guys, for all their effort and path, they didn't get anything going, but they didn't give up. Do you know what I mean? I've seen, I seen snippets of the very last game, which we'll get to. They're still chasing guys around the field and there's so much space because they're knackered. But they didn't give up in fairness to them. You know, and like I said, just big props to them for that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think there's, there's much more to say uh, on, on the Swindon game, to be honest. It was pretty straightforward. It's tough to tell from a coaching perspective whether you played particularly well you know 61 points flat as you but um, it's, it's tough to gauge and that's you know through no fault of their own really. yeah same, same with our result down west and a little bit you've got to take it in isolation okay we'll uh, we'll jump to the next game which was a little bit more competitive uh, Swansea Hammerheads 26 Plymouth Wolverines 12 seems that uh, Yayan hasn't graced us with his presence yet we'll uh, start with David so yeah, it was um, I, I, of course as uh, yeah I mentioned last podcast I was a former 
Plymouth, well, at the time they were the Buccaneers. Now they're the uh, Plymouth Wolverines, which as an Ohio State Buckeyes fan rubs me a little bit the wrong way because they're big Michigan <laughs> fans, apparently. But um, no, it was, uh, it was interesting. It was good to get out there. A couple of familiar faces, a couple of new faces. Um, I'll start saying there. There's a lot of I, I do think there's a lot of promise within this squad. Um, a lot more than they're showing. they uh, number ten. I think his name's uh, Jack. I want to say his name was. Um, looks like a really good backup quarterback when ba- uh, Barry went down injured. But um, I think yeah, I think they've got a lot more promise than they uh, they've been showing this year. It started off quite well for us, really well actually. Um, I got a sack on the second uh, snap of the game, and then yeah, that didn't third... take you long, did it? To mention your no, sacks. <laughs> I do, I do. Um, and then Lewis, not Lewis, um, Paul getting a pick six within, I think, the third or fourth down of the whole game. Which it must, is have, a, been, it uh, must have been close to the line then. It was, I, I have no idea how he didn't get tackled because he wasn't exactly sprinting on the way back. But he got there and I'm not going to play. Like, although, as soon as, he got the, as soon as he got the touchdown, Harley was like, I called for that ball. I was like, Harley. We got the touchdown. Just you know, accept it and move on. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care who gets it as long as we get it. You know. And um, then uh, they they responded pretty quickly. It was a really good uh, drive downfield. Uh, we were sort of we only had six of us, so we were sort of trying. We had Paul at safety, uh, which he hasn't played at all all season really, apart from uh, the, the, our first friendlies of the year. So sort of getting him integrated into the defense. Uh, and then they scored, uh, but from that point on, we scored on our next drive, and then we were just able to really enforce ourselves properly in on the game. You know, myself and Ash Lewis, who normally plays quarterback for us, rotating in a blitzer and cornerback, which I think helped uh, change up the pace between. Because Ash is, well, I'm I'm tall uh, and can get sort of get in the way of the quarterback. I'm not the fastest, and Ash has got that bit more nip to him, and so he's able to force a quarterback around a bit more. Um, so we then we picked up a few more scores as Harley scoring one scoring one of the best touchdowns I've seen all year as he sort of the ball well behind his head just sticks his arms right behind him and plucks it out of the air a little bit but it was a ridiculous finish nonetheless uh, Ash doing what Ash does just throwing a lot of uh, passes really making a lot of completions doing a really good job um, we had a our cornerback Josh Gritorx Davis was pretty upset because he uh was about to make a, uh, a pick in the end zone and got pushed in the back and managed to drop it, which he's still, he's still complaining about to me just earlier today. Um, but for the most part, Plymouth with Baz, Barry tried, had a go at Blitzer because he thought he could sack us and then injured himself. Which... <laughs> That's how he got injured, was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. He, um, I think he, he thought he, uh, Ash went to move out the way and he just sort of, I think, I didn't see the whole thing. But he sort of just slipped and managed to injure himself. And they say blitzes so are people too. Uh, so they had to um, stick himself, uh, stick Paul, not Paul, Jack, their uh, backup in, which was, um, he's a lot more mobile. They, they um, use a lot more option plays, which did get me uh, sort of on my skates a little bit and had to, had to sort of readjust myself to how I was playing. I still managed to pick up a couple more sacks. And, um, we managed to keep marching downfield, score a few more points. They managed to score one point towards the end of the game. But for the most part, I like to think we're pretty fully in control of the game. And it ended, yeah, uh, 26-12, which is... Um, 26-12, 26-13? 26-12. Yeah, which I'm, I'm more than happy about. You know, we, we, we went there with the aim of winning this game with six players and we, we completed that and I'm pretty happy with it. Well, seeing that we've now been joined by you uh, and late to the party is uh, <laughs> standard. I hope uh, it's ended too rude. 
Uh, Yayan, give us your uh, opinion on the Swansea-Plymouth game, buddy. Well, to start with, uh, the question is, is Jack actually our backup QB or is he our normal QB? Oh. that That's the question. And yeah, Barry Barry will fully admit um, he he does he plays a bit of blitz now and again, but his legs as soon as you change direction, yeah his his knee will just go. I'm not changing direction. I'm not that. I'm not built to change direction. I'll just fall down. So what you're saying? He's got the turning circle of a Titanic then. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I can relate to that actually. <laughs> so yeah, it's a it's a casual. Um, QB thing. They don't like to run unless they have to. So, um, yeah, forced upon. Um, but yeah, the game was fun. We enjoyed it. We got through it. Um, yeah, um, move on. I mean, you guys made. I think it was, I think it was Jack. Jack liked to talk a lot on that game, which I can uh, I can empathise with because I talk a lot. When uh, does Jack stop talking? No, I know, I know. He was. I, I had one line up at the receiver, and he, he was complimenting on my stance. Quite nice. I still think we dropped the ball, but you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jack, Jack was saying, you know, we might lose the game, but we're having a lot of fun playing, and I think that's a. I, I like I like to hear that said, really. Yeah, that was that was evident across the day. He said that on on his Facebook the other day. They they lost and they you know they win less, but by damn, they probably have the most fun uh, out of it all. So yeah. props like to them for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, well. It must. It must be. Uh, it must be reiterated again. I. I didn't get like Exeter and Swansea didn't cross an awful lot. We weren't reffing any of their games, but every time I looked over, um, Marcus, pardon my friends, Harley fucking Labbert was making a play. Oh, um, just you're still so. salty about the touchdown he scored over you guys. No, I'm not sorry at all. That like genuinely, he's my up and coming guy. Look out for that guy. Like GB, a couple of years if he sticks at it. There's a couple of guys on that silver team at least who he's whose job he could have was, easily if he keeps my, up performances my, my, like my, that. Um, I was people uh, Ivybridge because where my, my parents live, and they came down to watch the game, and they were in complete awe at just Harley's ability to just do it all. Like the touch, yeah, ridiculous. I just. I mean, I... So was, I, I was completely blown away. If he keeps up performances like that, I mean, there's someone's got to, you know, someone in the higher ups looking at you, Yian, SWC Dragons, Alan, GB, like someone's got to take notice because if he keeps up performances like that, he really, really well, impresses you. So, sorry, Dave, I was just going to say, I, I was round the side sort of scouting you guys because we were playing you next. And the, th- the three things that stuck out for me, one, uh, going back to Plymouth, Yayan, you'll have to tell me his name. Number 84? Uh, Sam Coates. Uh, bucket falls a pace. It looked really dangerous. You just couldn't get him the ball off enough in space. Um, he is an excellent, yeah, he's an excellent run after catch player. He was, back when I played with him, he was one of, our, you know, one of our more dynamic players. I really like Sam. Yeah, you, you could see he got, he got fast twitch muscles. He, he's, he's looking like a little bit like lightning in a bottle. He wants, he wants to go. Um, I don't know whether Lewis's kind words a couple of podcasts ago uh, lit a fire under Josh because since then Josh has taken a big step. Oh, he's, no, he's I, looking he's looking so much more consistent. Fully agree. He he's a lot of the time we have, we have a sort of we joke about we, we call ourselves we have a joke within our defense. We've got a defense name. We call ourselves the toolbox, and we each a different tool for this defense. We we, we we sort of you know you've got the the. the uh, 
the no-fly zone, the, the Legion of Boom, we sort of take that with the uh, tongue-in-cheek mentality for ourselves. And he, so um, we, we, we collectively talked about that, uh, the, the, what Lewis's comments, and I, of course I've mentioned it to him a couple of times myself, but Josh is, we always joke and say, there's always one player we like to not tackle and let them get loads of long yard touchdowns. And Josh sort of decided that was no more. And he just, his flagging recently has been really top notch. And he's getting to, the, getting to the player quickly and just getting the, the flags out and not allowing much yard after catch, which is really helping us. Yeah, and, and I can say over the last two game days, I've clocked this, so I'm, I can't be the only one that's noticed. Uh, but lastly, um, it's kind of a combination you've already kind of mentioned, Harley. Uh, yeah, the, the, but Harley's biggest asset this year has been Ash. Because <coughs> without Ash, you, you didn't free Harley up from under centre. Uh, and Ash, I, like, yeah. I, I've spoken at length about Ash and how high I am on his ability. But having that, having that under centre and then having that Randy Moss type, you know, go up and catch anything, but with good hands as well. Coming, you know, coming out on the side, it, it's it's given you an extra dimension which you didn't have the first two years, David. No, I I fully agree. Yeah, we 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 didn't have that sort of dynamic receiver that we could rely on to get us out of trouble. Um, we did, I, we could, we did miss a little bit when we were away. We we have we've got other players like someone like Dylan. Dylan's pretty quick and nifty. He's got decent enough hands, so we can rely on him when we don't have Harley. But when we have Harley, we're we're a much better team and much more consistent. And I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I noticed that you're on a four-game win streak. Um, Do you know yeah. what I mean? That, that coincides with a lot of those things coming together. No, I know. It is, um, it's, we were talking about this. We, we didn't really notice it until, we, uh, until we, we were walking home. We're like, oh, my gosh, we're on a, we've won four games. This is, this is quite unreal, actually. It's, uh, it's nice. It, it, it's... it's Given us something that you know we, we're like, okay, we can do this. We can win games. We can play good football, and it's something we need to keep in mind and go on and build. Especially going into the last game day when we have two very good teams from the other division to play against. Yeah, and we'll come to that later when we look at the next uh, next yes, game yes. day. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I think the Hammerheads were, were worth a win. Um, but Plymouth, I think, it's the, <laughs> don't take this the wrong way. Yeah, it's the best I've seen them play this year, but I haven't seen that much of them play. Yeah, well, we we don't like to turn up to things. This is not the Plymouth way. Even when I was playing with you guys, like six person a game. Yeah. Right. Let, let's jump to the next game. Man, we spent a bit of time on that one. This um, Exeter Falcons six, Western Supers twenty five. Um, I think Lewis is uh, happy is the wrong word, but a little bit happier with the Western scoreline compared to the last game day. But uh, Lewis, break it down for us, bud. So, um, yeah, whatever it is that Weston have got, it seems to be the antithesis of, uh, of you know, of, of us, basically. We, we fit together quite well, apparently. Our system complements what they want to do, seemingly. We switched it up a little bit in the second half and, and managed to limit the damage, but their defence is, is really impressive. They, uh, they, 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 we thought we might... You know, being with a shot with Sam being away, he was on holiday. Um, I think their defense relies quite heavily on having a really fast blitzer uh, and making you sort of get rid of the ball uh, before people can break open into space. But uh, they had, an, I think, a new lad there. I'm not, not entirely sure of his name. Don't, don't, don't hold me to him, but I think um, it was Jack. He was. 
Yeah, sounds about right. But he he replaced Sam quite well, actually. He did a really good job of blitzing. He kept Jay under pressure all day, and 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 yeah, full credit to their defense. I think once we once we kind of figured things out in the second half, we managed to keep the keep their offense um, relatively uh, you know low. I, I can't remember exactly what the, the score was at halftime, but they definitely got the majority of a large majority of their, their points in the third half. Um, but we just couldn't couldn't take advantage of the, of the tops in the second half and couldn't get points up. Uh, and yeah, full credit to the defense. Did anybody else see any of that game? Want to chuck the tippins within? Don't know. Uh, well, I <laughs> <laughs> no good. Move on. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'll get crucified for that one. Okie dokie. Uh, so we'll move on to the fourth fixture, which was Grant Gators 13, uh, Swansea Hammerheads 20. Uh, Josh, you've been quiet so far. <laughs> oh, the Battle of Wales. Um, we just can't seem to beat Swansea at the moment. They just seem to be our bogey side. They just, um, yeah, it's the last. We wanted a bit of a revenge from the first game day where we lost 7 0, I think it was. It was 12, 12 8, uh, I think. A 12 8. Uh, it's just one scores all the time. We just can't seem to get over the line. I thought uh, CBL's first game at QB. Um, David is a very good technical blitzer, so a tough blitzer for him to start with at first. Um, I think we went into half time leading us, if I'm. If yeah, 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 it was 13 7. Yeah. 13 7. And I think uh, early into the second half, we uh, it was. A throw to my brother and it's just come off his hands and Harley picked it and that was the turning point in the game we just didn't get anything going after that which was a shame um, so yeah then uh, I think Swansea scored the, the touchdown off that pick which put them up a score um, and yeah we just couldn't seem to get on top after that and score another to get back in the lead so fair play to Swansea I thought Ash to Harley again was they were really good we uh Struggle to stop them, really, but yeah, fair bit Swansea, they deserve the win. Go on, David, before I pitch in. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I was, um, we, you know, we were going this game, we are just like, you know, just play our game, do the best we can, see what comes out at the end of it. And uh, yeah, we went we went down uh, quickly. We, you know, we, we scored them with uh, the, the drive after that, so it sort of kept us in it. Going, I was, we were pretty happy going in 13 uh, 7. And uh, I can't remember who someone said, you know, let's just go in, keep the score, you know, keep the game close, keep it respectful. And I remember Ash saying, you know, we got a real chance in this game, let's just go out and make the best of our opportunities. And you know, we did that. You know, it's, you know, Gwent, you know, you guys, you guys come down and that's a, it's an excellent turnout against our six. And it's just, I think it was, and any other day, game day, that could be a completely different score. We just played our luck a bit. You know, Paul and Harley really pitched in with uh, picks. Josh had, an excellent pick while he was marking Rich Harris, which uh, we keep talking about because Rich Harris is an excellent player and he, he picked up two picks himself and could have returned both of them. Um, so it was a really close game and it could have gone either way and it's just the luck of the draw, really, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, fr- from my point of view, I mean, we were leading at halftime. I decided to make some changes and I, I will say before I go in that I'm not using this as an excuse because we still had opportunities to win the game and we didn't. Um, you did pick on one of our more inexperienced and less mobile corners, I will say that. But uh, Ash has got to learn the hard way. Um, but the one thing I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have said is that I know Liam, our our backup QB, who went in second half, 
he's still learning, he's still going to make mistakes, but if you'd have said to me, we'd go into the second half, 13-7 up, and not score another point, I'm not sure whether I would have believed you. Do you know what I mean? If you'd have beaten us 28-20, yeah, I could see that, but not scoring another point, given that we we still had a fairly decent offence out there. That was my biggest sort of disappointment. We we got rolling in the, sort of the last few minutes, um, and you managed to ice the game by uh, sacking him before you get the pass, pass off. On, yeah. So, 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 so we again, we click on to the fact that we we'd stopped you scoring in the second half, like later on. It's like, oh wow, that's actually you know that's quite a big achievement for us. Yeah, and like you said, you know, in in a little way, we we were the authors of our own downfall in, in some respects, but. You can only play what's put in front of you, and you did, and you stopped this in the second half, and you deserved the win ultimately. So well played. Just, just out of curiosity, Dale, did you not play as a QB that game? No, as far as I'm concerned, unless we've got nine players and I'm going to be the tenth, I'm retired yet. I want to be retired. If I'm playing, that means we're short on numbers. Okay, fair enough. Oh yeah, we were doing that ourselves. Like normally, you play and. No, we, we, we've had um, our QB1, Harry, he's concentrating on contact, so he hasn't been available for the fair chunk of the season. Um, the last two game days was a little bit short notice, letting us know. So it was kind of, it's me or it's Liam. And Chris was in a cast his right hand, so he couldn't have played if he'd wanted to at QB. But now his cast's off. Uh, you know, we, we threw him to the lion, so to speak, to see how he got on. And he didn't sink. <coughs> I mean, he... I wouldn't say he lit the world on fire, but he treaded water at least. So he was good. He was um, he's very mobile. He was a he was a, uh, a different player against uh, having played against sort of Baz in the first half of the Plymouth game, and having a much more mobile person to go. Against. You mentioned to me on the sideline, what's it like to go against a more mobile QB? And um, it's, it's something I got, I got to keep setting my sights for every different quarterback I play. I set how I run against them because some of them I can just sort of go for the flag immediately. Other than that, I got to sort of cut down and stop and it's yeah he was good the one the one Dave, thing, the one Dave thing, you only have two things you have Bambi or Bambi on ice <laughs> I guess so, so. so. Uh, it, it's funny you mentioned like, the one thing I said to our blitzer Lee um, he was having trouble with Ash all game uh, and I said to him he's sidestepping you you're bull rushing him and I just slowing down he's sidestepping you I said as you get there preempt the sidestep pick a side I said, if you pick the wrong side, oh, well, it's, it's the same result. If you pick the right side, he's going to walk straight into you. I said, it's better than going straight at him and letting him dance around you every time. When, um, he's a lot taller than Ash as well, so he's got a, a lot more of a height. <coughs> he, he did manage to be, like, deflect the ball, which uh, Josh uh, managed to luckily catch, but it could be all oh, that was close to a pick. And is that the sort of thing that uh, he needs to rely on? Is more Because he's got a good height. Yeah, and... Yeah, but I, I think with 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 him being so tall and Ash being quite small, when he, is it? It's Liam, is it? Lee, is it? Um, yeah. Or is it Lee that's the blitzer? I can remember. He's the blitzer. So Lee does what every good tall blitzer should do when going up against what I'll what I'll describe as an average sized <laughs> human being, which is he puts his hands in the air and tries to get in your face. But when you do that against someone who's, who's as small as Ash, it's a long way for your hands to come down to get to Ash's waist. And those are the precious seconds that uh, it takes yeah, for him to get the ball off. Mindset of sacking him or trying to block. Yeah, it's something we we still like. I said it's his first year; he's still learning. Um, but we are starting to get to the gear hands up, and as soon as he moves, gear arms down for the flags. 
it's it's not a second at the moment. He's he done a game day three actually against Reading. It was quite funny. Him and Jay Bellamy. It was almost like a Mexican standoff. With Lee sort of standing and waving his arms, and Jay sort of like trying to look over him. And I'm like, grab his flags, grab his flags. <laughs> It's almost like yeah. a basketball defenseman's move, really. This is what Chad Stevens does really well with Cardiff. Is he, is he puts one hand, he'll come at you with both hands in the air, but as, as he approaches you, he'll put one hand in your face to kind of continue and get in your, in your eyesight, and then the other hand is... Yeah. And to be honest, um, I'll, this is where I'll tip my hat to Chad. We are kind of modelling Lee on Chad. Because I've played enough times against Ditch Lord. Chad to know. Well, you can't talk. He was your Southwest bloody blitzer two years ago. Yeah, shut up. Uh, yeah, he was last year. Didn't he? Uh, so do you know what I mean? But yes, but you also punched me in the face in the practice. But that every day of my life. But no, go, go, going back to Chris, what, what I will say, like I said, it was his first game in live competition as QB, but what Chris does bring is a bucket full of experience. I mean, he's played flag. He played flag with you, Lewis, back 10, 12 years ago. Um, he's played yeah, contact yeah. for 10 years. He's very knowledgeable. Do you know what I mean? So if that translates and he's able to sort of like slow the game down for him as QB, I think he's going to be a real good player there. 10, 12 years ago. Lewis, how old are you? Uh, I've been I've been playing football for fifteen years now, mate. I know you're forty. I started when I was Ow. thirteen. Wow. That was the Newport City Saints uh, youth outfit with um, yeah, Paul that. McCarthy deal, who you know. Uh, I'll have to tell him to listen though, because yeah. he got a name check. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, um, twenty thirteen to the Amherst. Uh, Let's move on. We're fed up of talking about losing. <laughs> <laughs> Next game we got one of, one of the surprises. Uh, I'm sorry if that offends you. Yeah? Uh, was Western 18, Plymouth Wolverines 13. Uh, the team who's run the Supers closest since game day two in Swansea when uh, West, uh, Swindon actually beat them. So talk us through your game plan then to shut them down so we can all learn from it. <laughs> well, um, it... it being completely honest, um, I don't actually know, and this is going to sound really harsh here, what they really brought to the game. I think a lot of it, part of it was uh, they got penalised a lot for mistakes. Uh, Lewis brought up like, mistakes that they possibly haven't been called for in games before, so they just might not know. I mean, was this the sweary game, Lewis? Sweary. Lewis, Lewis got, I, I, I like Western League. Quite a little bit disrespectful towards him, particularly when he met. He, he said he would uh, potentially eject some of their players. Right. Yeah, it's a sweary game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so i when it comes to refereeing, I'm very, very, um, and I do feel like looking at the quality of refereeing around our division, on the whole, is pretty poor, and that goes for. That goes for that goes for team. That's, that goes for games that I've watched. The Exeter Falcons refereeing as well. Oh, We're not. Can I just say? It. Can I just say? Yes, I one hundred percent agree with you. I mean, it doesn't help you put me as head ref. Like that's just a recipe for disaster. Last time I was, uh, I got accused of being concussed. So, so 
I'm when when I get a chance to referee, I I you know take the opportunity Everything. to call every penalty I see. I don't let anything slide. Um, and I think a lot of teams, a lot of the time, <coughs> way with a lot. And I think um, when they have someone who like myself who has the confidence to call every penalty they see, suddenly. It looks like Lewis has fallen off. Lewis, are you still with us? <laughs> or you just took... Uh, I'm still here, can you hear me? yourself then, obviously, because you, you died out. Yes? Dale? Yeah, you'll be back now. He'll be back. Some of them have been confident about calling penalties. <laughs> well, there were quite a few... Uh, Calls that you know. I, again, I, I'm not ref often, so I, I trusted a lot of Lewis's judgment. Some of them I didn't know. Like Western had a penalty where they reached through two people, which is flag garden. I, when I played for Plymouth, that call was mainly us, and it's true. But yeah, it's just, again, this is something like. Before I I let Lewis retake the floor, the one thing I will say that uh, me and Yayan and, and Lewis have spoken length about refereeing and. It's a tough gig in the middle, but you need to know your onions. And if you don't, the 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 question sort of like raises its head: is how effective is this refereeing um, information and course that's being put out? Uh, it's clearly not working, and there's far too much of fifty-fifty calls going. Oh, I, I, I won't call that. Where and this is where I think it does our league specifically a disservice that. If you then suddenly go to playoffs where there's theoretically a better standard of refing, but they will call everything like incidental contact, PI, which we are not calling, all of a sudden you're like, well, no, we don't get this called in our division. No, because it's not refereed properly. In, in, in response to that, though, um, largely the flag football community has said that the standard of back for refereeing at playoffs is poorer than the yeah, referee I, I, they get. I, I got that feedback from last year as well. I, I accept that, but that's because they contact referees filling in a flag, not specific flag refs. Yeah. Yain can go on, I'm sure, and, and say that uh, there's potentially some flag-specific referee courses that are going to be um, in the works. But they've also been saying that for years, so uh, who knows? But... Um, yeah, just to go back to what David was saying about putting him at head ref. The reason I decided not to go head ref is because a lot of the, a lot of the, I, I was field judge, so I was right at the, uh, no back judge. Sorry, I was I was right at the back, um, and that's where a lot of the contentious calls get put. And I think head ref is in theory, you know, the head, and he makes the final final say on any committees, and um, but. The, the head referee's responsibility in terms of what they're watching is basically just the quarterback and the blitzer. Um, and by and large, a lot of the a lot of the difficult decisions that need to be made, like your PIs, a lot of your 50-50 calls, they're happening down the field. And the head referee, your most experienced play, uh, referee or, you know, the most knowledgeable one or whatever, usually, he's not, that's not where he's looking. So I wanted to put myself in the thick of it where someone who has the confidence to make those calls is going to be there. I, I mean, I, I trust a lot of your judgment with a lot of people. So they, they were like, the head ref makes it, the final call is like, no, I trust Lewis's judgment for that. So my, my, my takeaway from the game is if you remove our two uh, safeties, 
That scoreline was a lot closer. That's one score, yeah. Well, it's 14-13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So, and also, you guys could, could nearly had it at the end. You, I mean, you had one touchdown, what could have been the winning touchdown called back for a full start when uh, Oscar went I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure both teams had uh, them brought back at some point. Yeah. I, I, I <laughs> but anyway, now we've spent ten minutes talking about ref, and let's actually talk about the game. Well, that that's that's it. The the, the game was underpinned by the referee. <laughs> um, we 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 put out a few new guys, like some guys that are newer to the sport. Um, they thoroughly enjoyed their day. Um. Uh, put Weston a bit on their toes because he managed to run near enough the length of the pitch, uh, side to side. I will admit, um, but breaking tackles and spinning out of everything. Oscar, I'm so glad you didn't play against us. Well, yeah. I, I was just going to ask do you: Do you think Baz's injury was a blessing in disguise? No, no. In in terms of like you know. Baz is very much like me. He's, he's not more, not that mobile. He's a pocket passer, whereas uh, the the guy the guy you put in a um, lot more flighty. Yeah, but this is the thing that we we've been training it in um, training in practice over the last few weeks. Um, the the guy who obviously came in to play for us this week um, has an exceptional vertical leap. Um, as you might have seen at some points. So our thing was, is actually Baz being somewhere possibly to drop a 40-yard pass down the pitch and he would have gone off and done it. So what you gain on the swings, you lose on the roundabout. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's uh, move on to the next one. Um, Swindon Storm, zero. Grant is 76. Go on, Josh. Seems that you opened the scoring for the day. You can open it. <laughs> yeah, my first pick six, which was uh, nice to get. I thought the uh, first half our defence stopped them, to be honest. I think uh, it was pick after pick and uh, our offence just cleaned up really and scored. So it felt bad um, towards the second half where we uh, stopped blitzing, which could, which helped the QB uh, learn a bit, really. Uh, he had more time to pass, which was uh, <coughs> good on the I don't think we scored many in the second half, actually. Um, no, three scores we had in the second half. Yeah, so... You were 58 nil at half-time. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, non-blitzing really helped them, which was, at the end of the day, like, our season's over, so throughout them, gave a little bit of confidence, and which was always good, and helped them develop a QB. So, yeah, it was a fun game to play in, for, especially with the picks, but fair bit to win them for carrying on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, the way it started, I mean, we were like 21 points up after about a minute and a half. Uh, it was a good confidence booster for our guys. I mean, the the pressure that uh, Anurag Chand was under from White D, he was tossing up just little little bricks that were just getting picked off left, right and centre, unfortunately for him. Um, and like like I said, at 58 nil of half time, it, it was a good feeling. But like I said, some of the guys, it, it was, was kind of like kicking a puppy. It, it was a, it was a nice feeling, but you kind of felt bad for him because you knew there was a bear five and you've been kicking Dale like. Well, I, I change sports from clubbing baby seals. I have Dave, so. Um, so yeah, I mean, at, at half time. Can you not bash a whale? Seeing as though you live in Wales. No, 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 no they're, too, they're too big for me to deal with. 
Um, so the half time, we, we give him like a 10, 15 minute half time break. And I walked over with Joe and I think Ed came over as well. And I said to him, guys, it's not going to get much more fun for your second half. We carry on the way we are. We'll, we'll not blitz. So at least you can have seven seconds to try and make a completion without pressure. Uh, just to try and make it a little bit more fun while also <coughs> still making a bit of a game of it for our boys. And yeah, he finished 76-0. But like I said, they kept going the entire way. They didn't sort of like give up. Um, but it was just, again, it's one of those games you take in isolation. It's a great result personally. But in the grand scheme of things, given the opposition and what they had on the day, didn't really mean much, much for the season. Can I can I just throw something in? Just on the back of the... What score... if I say no? Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> on, on the back of that score sheet, um, the fact... I'm, I'm just looking at it. Obviously, they've picked up a couple of interceptions. So, I, that's a credit to them. But, Dale, what was happening with your extra points? Because you seem to get loads and loads of sixes, but you've got no extra points coming in. Um, <laughs> Maybe something to work on him. If memory serves me right, I see I, I've closed the page down now, so I can't bloody look at it. You got four extra points, right? Um, did Richard, I know Richard got two, didn't he? Yeah, um, Hugh got one or two as well. Because yeah. at the moment, at the moment, well, I'll come to it later. But Hugh Walford is determined to be the extra point leader for the division uh, for some strange reason. What number does he wear? Seventy-five. He only got one. I think he got two. No, thirty-two twice, I was, 80, eighty-eight, and 75. yeah, Matt got one. Yeah, it was the it was the um, the touchdowns in the in that game that he scored then. Yeah, he uh, scored because Richard actually vultured one off him, and his face was a picture. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we started that game with our in theory our backup QB Liam starting the game, and then Chris went in second half. Uh, so. It, if I wanted to be really mean, I could pin that on Liam. Uh, this one, uh, we've got it on video. He's rolling to his left. And we're like, throw it, throw it. And he ends up falling over and the ball almost ends up landing on the other pitch. But my, my thing is, though, all your extra points have come with your backup QB number 12, if that's really the case. Yeah, in the second half, yeah. I mean, I don't think Chris converted um, no. at all. No, he didn't. But yes, short yardage. Um, again, I... New QB, I'm, I'm not going to worry too much about it. Uh, we've got the OFL to sort of like get that done ready for the Southwest Series. Anybody else want to pitch in on that game before we move on? It was, uh, I heard the score at half time. I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, hey, part of me was like, let's go for the 100. And the other part of me was like, no, it's just no fun for them. I do feel bad for them. <laughs> Played for a team that was, I, I wasn't part of them, thank God. But, uh, Swansea once got beaten 90 nil by uh, the <coughs> yeah. And, uh, so I can understand that. Uh... We've been reminded of this many times. I'm sure it was 98. No, it was 90. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, the day I uh, ran into a fence. Uh... That that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Every, every time Bloody I glanced retard. over. Every time I glanced over, uh, Richard was picking something off and taking it home. Um, but no. I, the, if I and then we'll come on to Western's game now. Uh, I don't know their mindset, but if I was challenging for first, um, would I stop blitzing for the second half? I, I don't know because you know points shouldn't make a difference because they've got the head to head. But but <coughs> that, you know we're basically fighting for Swansea for for third spot. Uh, they've beaten us twice, so they've got the head to head. So the points don't really matter. Depends how we go into gate, the final game day, you know. If we, White Hell Hounds 
are getting better. No, we'll, 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 we'll come to that in a minute, Dave. I'm, yeah, we're lining that up now. So the, the last game, um, I think, Lewis, if you weren't ref and you were watching, uh, Western oh, Super 77, Swindon 0. Yeah, I was reffing this one again. And uh, just like the game before, I decided to put myself um, as the back judge. Uh, seemingly, what I thought would be in the thick of the action, but um, bless Swindon, I got down in the entire game. So uh, I did spend an awful lot of the time just on the halfway line and didn't get a chance to actually see much of a goal line. Um, certainly not when Swindon were on the ball. Um, so you spent a lot of time jogging up and down the pitch, Jim? Well, no, like at back start off at the, at the halfway line so I spend a lot of time just on the halfway line and just two rounds <laughs> give, my, give my foot a good rest and have to walk too much um, but uh, it went it went very similarly um, you know, to, to the to the, uh, the Gwent game against them and even when the game was already well and truly over um it just seemed like everything that Weston did turned into points. You know, they they couldn't beyond taking four knees, they couldn't not score. Um, and I think that was you know down to it, Swindon were just gassed. You could see in the look in their eye, they were sweating buckets and they were exhausted. Um, and that, that's yeah, why like, when, when they had a time, when they took a timeout, it was so that the whole team could just go and have a water break. Just, just because they were that tired, the sun at that point had got to that stupid hot temperature, and everyone was just hanging. Even the Western guys were like saying they were just gassed as well. Right, so that pretty much wraps up um, the games. Let me just pull up the division because I forgot to write this down. Oh God! Um, for the first time this season. Uh, the Western Supers sit atop the Southwest Central Division One with uh, ten wins and three losses. Uh, so congratulations to them for the first team to reach the ten win mark for the year. Uh, Exeter uh, hot on their heels, but now have the disadvantage of the head to head. They're in second with nine points. Swansea leapfrog leapfrog in the Gators uh, up into third with a <coughs> six and a half point score. Uh, the Gators with a six and seven record, uh, they're on six points. Swindon, they're on four and a half points and in fifth. And then propping up the table, uh, still Plymouth with no wins from 13 games. Yeah. Are you going to make it a clean sweep, guy? Um, well, we're, we've got a plan in motion and we'll see what happens. I think you guys could. You're not going to turn up. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> No. <laughs> that sounded like a yes. Yeah. I, no. I think you guys definitely have a good chance against uh, Buckinghamshire Wolves. If you've got like Jack and Oscar and Paul and Sam, you guys have a great chance. Yeah, we, we've we got some bits and pieces. We've just got to rectify a couple of issues first. Um, player availability. I mean, one. Um, but what what we what we're taking in from it? Okay, um, obviously we put white hellhounds down to the wire, but am I right in thinking that it all comes down to two teams? Um, 
the rest of the table is irrelevant for a moment. Um, just just from the point of view that who's going to beat Reading Knights and who's going to beat uh, Chichester Sharks. That's what our league's going to come down to. Um, we'll we'll get there in a minute. And the fact that Plymouth, we we knew that this season was going to be tough. We weren't bringing back many returning players, or if we were bringing them back, they weren't the solid, rock solid that we had all season last year. So, um, obviously, I know that the loss of um, um, Ian and Sam um, and James Stockley um, this season has been a bit of a loss for us, but. We we knew that we we're going to be in a rebuilding phase, and we'll see what happens next year. Right. Um. Before we jump into the stats, um, I know we've mentioned it uh, on more than a few occasions through the games, but I I just want to formally put on record uh, giving props to the Swindon Five, and I know it sounds like a, a bit of a gang from Birmingham of some of some sort, but in all seriousness, Grant Hutchins, Ross Button, Anurag Chand. Jacob Anfield, Cameron Evans, uh, you boys pulled one hell of a shift in, and you've got my total respect, gents. Yeah, MVPs only. Right, um, stats. Uh, before I go to David, because I, I I can't imagine what David is going to throw out for stats. Has anyone got? <laughs> has anyone got any stats they want to throw out? They're giving props to some of their guys. I'll start. I do. Well, sorry. It's cool. Uh, I thought Richard Harris was six interceptions on the day. Um, fair play, that's pretty impressive. Um, two against Swansea and four against Swindon, so fair play to him for that. Um, I, I, I feel bad for Sam Rostov um, with two pick six and interceptions of three, which uh, which uh, I don't, which is quite fair to me. Um, so yeah, that's mine. You wait, you wait till I tell how a lot you're blowing your own horn. <laughs> I, I know. Any more? No, nah, that's good. A few, to be fair. Fair play to him on fire um, or game day as he has been all season, to be fair to him. Uh, I think there's four touchdowns and two extra points. So, um, a really good pair of hands on him. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait. Especially for his first year as well. He's done amazing. So, be interested to know he develops now over the next uh, season. Okay, who's next? I want to. You know, I, I might have got seven sacks. We'll leave that. It's, it's not important. Well, J- Josh, Josh jumped in with his own info, so go for it, Dave. <laughs> so, um, I, I got seven, but I was more impressed with Ash, who's his first time blitzing in the back of the game. He picked up two sacks himself, which is great. Um, Harley got, I think, uh, one or two picks in, uh, in, in, across the day, which is excellent. Paul, with uh, he's now our all-time leader in pick sixes, despite barely playing any defence, which is pretty impressive. And um, Josh, I want to give Josh a shout-out for Josh Autophy's uh, excellent tackling ability. Also, picking up an, a, an inception while marking Rich Harris, which uh, as I keep reminding him is a big thing to take heed from. Lewis? Uh, I'll give a shout-out to, to Susie, who basically had um, an entire drive to herself. She picked up a big chunk of yardage and some run-after catch, uh, and then she followed that up with a touchdown and the extra point. So the whole drive was hers. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think giving some props on uh, Oscar front. Um, obviously, his first National League uh, game day and going in there and uh, having a, a touchback called back. I'm pretty happy for the lad for actually sticking out and giving it a go. 
Um, um, also for Jack being put in the situation he was put into and handling it with as much confidence as possible. Um, I think that's a pretty good section for me. Okay, um, I'm going to cover uh, everybody uh, with these stats, but uh, Hugh Walford, he now leads the league in extra points. Well done, Hugh. Um, David got <coughs> 18 sacks and seven tackles for loss. That's kind of ridiculous, David. Well done. Um, and talking of ridiculous, Matt Keyes has got 47 touchdown passes. What? I saw half of it. Like, his team's just like multiple different quarterback plays. How has he got that many? Yep, uh, that's not that's not counting about another eight or ten of different people on that team. So that is absurd. That playbook is one of the most ridiculous. That, that sideways pitches to the receivers to be quarterbacks is one of the most crazy plays. Um, we've got Western on twenty nine total interceptions. The Gators are on twenty five. Um, the 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 Gators they're a model of consistency. Uh, we have won and lost in succession the last six games. Uh, and similarly, Swansea, they're on a four-game win streak. Uh, and as I say, congrats to Weston on being the first team to reach 10 wins this year in the division. Okie dokie. Turn the page. Game day hang on, six. Hang on, hang on. Just before you do that, there is one other stat you've missed. I've missed or... No. It, that doesn't no. get tracked, which is kind of annoying. It's kind of good in no, some respects it's, as well. It's the fact, it's the fact that Plymouth... Well, Plymouth are on a 13-game losing streak. It's great. <laughs> is that a uh, best ever? Um, no, I think we did a whole season and a half of uh, losing first. But, yeah, yeah until, until Baffa sign a deal with the NCAA, there's no point sucking for the best quarterback in the draft. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're about 30 years too early. Jack and Baz. I think they're both excellent quarterbacks. With more time, especially with Jack, I think Jack can turn into a really good quarterback, and I really like watching him play. Well, don't don't worry. I think I've picked up a new quarterback today. Oh, who is it? Is it Dan Tozer? <laughs> no, don't go into Dan Tozer. No, he's he's a little on the short side. He's, he's shorter than Ash, actually. What? The, the, the Ash is five ten, guys. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, he's half his size. Yeah, oh. this, this guy's two foot seven. Oh wow! <laughs> and he can throw a perfect spiral twenty yards. Leading a receiver as well? Yeah, leading the receiver. Oh, I'm not going to name the fact that he's four years old. Oh. That's uh, 16. Yep, I'm fully aware. Yeah, but, but apparently, Ian's really good with a, with a permanent marker. <laughs> we'll it, also, you know, it also makes you wonder what he does in his spare time. Ian or this... this, this... Ian. Yeah, yeah. I'd imagine crayons factor a lot in with the quarterback. Well, I, I get up to a lot of weird and wonderful things in my life. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Hey, I was just, just thinking, I think like you, we're, we're back and forth, one win, one loss for the last seven games, I think. Um, looking back at them, we've got, we lost, lost to Southern, then beat White, then lost to Buckinghamshire, uh, then we beat... Lost to Western, we beat Swindon, and then lost to Western. Well, see, see, see as you brought up your um, your record, um, I'm going to throw Josh under the bus here. Oh, <laughs> he knows what's coming. I've already <laughs> told Lewis, but 
for everyone listening, it might not make much difference to uh, the guys in the different divisions, but we all met up on uh, the services uh, early Saturday morning on the way down to the game, and Andy was bringing one of Exeter's players, Josh Evans. So we're all sat there, and Josh just turns to Josh Evans and goes, in a, in a nutshell, so have Exeter managed to fuck this league in. <laughs> <laughs> wow. In terms of, uh, I've seen it as a as a uh, turn to start. It's like you've done a Liverpool basically, haven't you? Liverpool led the way the whole season, and then they fell apart. Well, I mean, lost to West as well. So, to face the West end of the they've The the irony of that story is that he didn't even realise he'd done anything wrong until somebody went, "Hang on." <laughs> I think the real thing was um, Lewis brought bad karma upon himself by saying bad, nasty things about my defence. And uh, <laughs> so th- those voodoo dolls paid off, then, David. <laughs> just, just thinking on the whole Western Front, did didn't aren't we as Plymouth only um, we only lost out to them by sixteen points overall? We lost seven on the first game, I think, we and twenty six twelve the second. We were winning at half time. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. So, anyway, game day six, Croft Conference, we go again. Uh, Gators, Storm, and Swansea head to Swindon, while Western host Exeter, Plymouth, and the remaining Southwest B1 teams. Um, any matches you guys have picked out? I got what? Well, I got three, well, four dash three. I know, th- this isn't like that game we used to go, uh, I'll go four, I'll go five. So, um, <laughs> um, so I've got Exeter versus Chichester because um, uh, uh, they put the beating on us, but then you guys and Gwent did a really good job of coming back against them. I have no idea what to expect from Chichester. Uh, it, with, with respect, David, we led the other game, which I didn't realise until I asked the score. And we were up by two touchdowns. Back from like two or three scores down. No, we were something like. Um, 28 or 30 something, 20 up with about 10 minutes left. We made it harder ourselves. Oh. Um, um, so, because I think that could be a. That, obviously, that, that Chichester game is quite important to how the playoff seeding work, I believe. Uh, in, to, in, in the defence, they didn't have Corey Bedford, who does make a little bit of a difference. I think that could be a really good game because I think uh, Pat's a really good blitzer. I think uh, he could make a really good uh, go at the. Uh, I think it's Neil from Chichester. Yeah, I think which is, could really help out uh, extra. And um, Jay's, Jay's, a, there's Joe's a really good quarterback. I think that could be a really good game. So Exeter's defense is pretty damn good. Is um, is Ed back yet, Lewis, or is he still? Ed, Ed will not be back until 2020. He has uh, really done a number on his finger. Fair enough. That's, 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 you guys, one um, Susie's come a really long way um, with her game. You know, Connor's always a—he's like I think the Jason Witten style receiver, you know, reliable catching. Um, versus Reading because I think Reading, Reading, Reading really screw with me how long their snaps are. It's <laughs> <laughs> still a ridiculous team to play against. Uh, I think that could be a really good game because they were the. Team and when we went down to Reading, so then we get to Western to be an excellent game. <coughs> get going. 
then I've got us versus uh, Swansea versus West uh, versus White Hellhounds because White, the White Hellhounds, they were the worst initially, but they've gotten a lot better over the past few games. And I like to see how badly we do against the Western Reapers because uh, I reckon if we can just play good, we can keep the score under 60. Okay, well, I'm glad you've mentioned that. Keep that in mind, David. Um, Lewis? Um, yeah, I think, like like Dave said, I think the, the Chichester-Exeter game is going to be pretty pivotal. I think um, when when we're each on our day, uh, I think we can be quite evenly matched, so that would be an interesting one. Um, but other than that, I think we're probably going to go to the, for want of a better phrase, the toilet bowl kind of games. I think Plymouth um, versus Bucks Wolves 2 could be a really interesting matchup. Um, and I and and uh, Swindon aren't they? So they'll be uh, and and that's right, Swindon and, and White Hellhounds again. Uh, if if Swindon can get a couple of players, if they can get if they can get Jim back, and if, if Luke's healthy, then again I think that could be a really um, a really competitive uh, competitive game, tight close game, one for the neutral um, and. It just, I, we swing, then it depends on who swings up, I, I think, is the, um, how competitive that becomes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm probably on the same sort of thing as Lewis, that I think us versus um, Bucks Wolves will be an interesting game. Um, and obviously, Swindon uh, trying to get that win against White. We, we were so close, it was backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, and it was the last play of the game that we lost to uh, Hellhounds on. So it, it's those sort of things that we should have sealed off that game a lot sooner. Um, but it's just an experience that shows. Um, but then I think the, the top end of the table, where I think it is going to come down to the Chichester and the Reading games between the uh, Western and um, Falcons, whoever wins the two of um, their two games is going to be top of the table. So uh, we we basically need to win two more games uh, than Western do. Mm. So if they if they win two games, then we we can't beat them. Uh, so we need to win either either they win none and we win two, or we have to win all three of ours and they have to drop two. So not an easy task. Really. <coughs> yeah. Okay, Josh. Um, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you finished. So does that mean that we can just accidentally um, gate crash Weston's party then? How do you mean? We'll just go there and piss on their bonfire. <laughs> You're not playing Weston. Yes, I know we're not playing them, but we can still cause an ar- argument. If you let the other teams win and they beat extra, I guess that'll help them. Uh... Hang on, quick question. Who's got a referee, Weston? I don't know. Have to look at the. We'll have a look at that later. What's your thing against Western, there, Yain? I haven't got anything against Western at all. <laughs> okay, Josh. Yeah, the Western Reading. I think it'll be a really good game. Um, Plymouth Wolves too. It's the same, really. But I'm looking forward to playing against the Reapers. Um, we're the best sides in the other division, so that'll be uh, a big challenge. But if we get a full strength side, side, it'd be interesting to see. Okay, well, I got five. You guys, have, you guys have mentioned four, but I'll touch briefly on them. Um, Western against the Sharks. Um, if 
the Sharks team that turned up uh, game day three, um, they're eminently beatable. And that's not just me saying that because our team beat them. Uh, they're not as strong with Corey, without Corey. It, it, that was clear. Um, they're still a good team, don't get me wrong. Uh, the Sharks against the Falcons, for the same reason. Uh, it's a shame, really, that you've been decimated a little bit by injuries because both full strength, that would be a really interesting game. Um, Redden against Weston, I think, is the key game of the day. Uh, if Redding turn up with the same squad, well, you know, and you say we got a big travelling squad, I know it was their own game, but they had about 30, they always felt like it anyway. Uh, if they turn up with the same amount of players uh, and uh, you know a competent full-strength squad, they're going to be a tough old team to beat. Uh, I know we played them third and we were a little bit tuckered out, but that's a little bit of an excuse, if I'm honest, because they just plain and simple outplayed us. Um, Swan- Swansea against the White Hellhounds. Um, but to be honest, any Swansea fixture from my point of view, because we need to win one more than them. So, sorry, David, but I'm hoping you lose all three games. <laughs> Friends, um, um, and to be honest, it's all three. So yeah, I, and I also mentioned the Reapers against the Gators. Like Josh said, um, I think they're acknowledged as uh, the best team in the second divi- in the other division. Um, it's just good to see where we are. Do you know what I mean in relation to a very good team? I don't. I don't see. Um, I don't see Southern dropping that automatic promotion spot. Uh, they are. I was looking at it when Alan posted out the, um, it, you know, if the league ended today yeah. and um, they are all but mathematically safe. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't see, I can't see him losing. I can't see him losing all three games and that's what I think well, he would take. Even, even if they lose all three games, um, yeah, the tiebreakers, they've lost anyway. So they've won all the tiebreakers. So yeah. they're not actually going to win. Western Western are only one game. Western win two and Southern lose all three, then Western will have the better record. So they will be automatically promoted. How many have they lost? What's their record then at the moment? 12 and 1 Reapers, I think. So if they end up 12 and 4 and Western win all three of theirs, they would be uh, 13 and 3. Yeah, I know, but let's be completely honest. The Reapers are playing Swansea. They're going to win. Yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. They are, they're all mathematically... What I'll say to that, yeah, and in theory, the Reapers shouldn't lose in the next game day, but stranger things have happened. Well, I can see Swindon beating them because they beat Western. It depends what t- Swindon team turns up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, Southern and Western are even, you know, eight, eight years apart. And one thing for Swindon to turn up and 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 be, you know, uh, you know, pit themselves past Western, but to to then ask Swindon to to do the similar kind of thing against Southern, I just I just don't see it. Actually, Lou, you, you... It would be a twilight zone. If. If by miracle of miracles Southern Reapers lost all three games, and Western don't win at least two games, uh, and on the presumption that Reading win all three games, Reading get the automatic promotion spot. Because I think I think Reading I think Reading I think Reading have beaten the Reapers. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's the only 
the only team they're one and one so it's insane now it's going to go on points I know I know that they've got a they've got a plus of 418 and red in a 254 so no in fairness it's, it's probably still going to be even if you see Grant head to head it's going to be on points yeah right so before we wrap up I'm uh, I'm checking a, a little wrinkle in this week's I, I was going to say it's asking that to happen is like asking Lewis to pick who's better out of uh, uh, his two centres is it Ethan or is it Connor he wouldn't know I know I've been I've been very open and vocal saying that there's absolutely no drop off in between either of them I don't know Ethan Um, so like I said before we wrap up a little bit of a wrinkle I've got six fixtures here for the next game day Um, I'm going to read one out and I just want you to give me a team who you think is going to win don't have to give me scores, just the winner. And I'm, and I'm going to write them down. Oh, no. <laughs> I like um, David, Josh. Unfortunately, it means I've got to pick as well. I can see how badly we've done. Right. So, first game, Western versus Redden. Lewis. Redden. Yayan. Redding. David? Redding. Josh? Redding as well. And I'm going to complete the full sweep. It's Redding. Um, Exeter versus Chichester. I wonder what Lewis is going to say. <laughs> Please say. <laughs> yeah, plus he couldn't he couldn't go about the training this week if he told him he'd uh, pick Chichester. Um, Yayan? Um... Uh, Chichester. David? I want to say Chichester, but I just think Exeter will win it somehow. I say that like Exeter, Exeter are supreme underdogs. I, th- that I think it's pretty easy match, and I'm going to go Exeter. Okie dokie. Josh? Uh, Falcons. Uh, I'm going to go Chichester. Sorry, Lewis. Uh, on the presumption they got a full strength team. Um, right. Uh, Gators against the Bucks Wolves. Which could be which could be the real important game for us. Is that Wolves one or two? Wolves one because on the premise that sorry David uh, Swansea beat White Hellhounds, uh, and on the premise that we beat White Hellhounds, we've then got to beat one of the Reapers or the Wolves to go above them. So yeah, Gators against Bucks Wolves, Lewis. Uh, I've got Wolves. Yayan. Wolves. David. Is that Wolves? Yeah, 100%. Josh? Go back the boys, I'm going to get them. Um, I couldn't say anything else. Like, And I'm being biased for the rest of you fuckers. Um, <laughs> Plymouth... I just think we're full side. We haven't proved it yet, but we, I think we're full this, this, this could be another trap game um, for Bucks. If you guys turned up full strength, you know, if, if, uh, if you've got Harry and if Rich comes on, and all of that, and everyone's firing all cylinders. You could definitely give them a run. Think of a team from what to a game day in Devon with six players and both. I don't think you need a full strength tie to win. I think that's overrated. <laughs> 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 six most dedicated players and just play your game and you win. Um, next game, Plymouth against the Bucks two. Lewis. Oh. Come back to me. <laughs> uh, 
actually, I, I, I know very little about Bucks 2, um, but I think this could be Plymouth's game. So Plymouth? Yeah, I'm going to say Plymouth. Okay. Yeah, Ian? Where do you think I'm going with this? Bucks Walls, I would have thought. No, Plymouth. <laughs> David? I'm shooting for a... Plymouth can keep the, the number four quiet from the uh, the Wolverines. They, not Wolverines, they are the, yeah, the Wolves. In the way of an outlet of scoring, and I fully think they can win. So I'm going. So you're going for. So, uh, so, so far, we've got a Devo- uh, an XL Devonian uh, in Lewis. We've got um, a Plymouth resident. And a former Plymouth player. What a shocker. <laughs> Josh? I'm going to go for, I'm gonna go a forfeit win to Wolves 2. <laughs> <Two things. laughs> nah, um, in all seriousness, I think Wolves 2 will win that one. Okay. Um, if you're taking a full-strength side, I think you've got a shot, to be fair. Yeah. They're a decent side. Um, they're overly reliant on one player. Um. But on the balance of probability, you take a full strength side. I've got to go with the Wolves too. Oh, <laughs> you 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 haven't you haven't engendered any faith in your ability to turn up with a full strength side this season. No, so. I, I, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about what I've just read. Oh, oh you just read that England yeah. are losing. They've lost. I know. We missed a penalty and a goal disallowed by VAR. Sure. I'm actually heartbroken, and this podcast is really hard to do. Well, we've only got two more, and then I can let you go cry in your beer, Dave. Um, Swindon against the Hellhounds. Yeah, uh, Lewis. Oh, another one. Getting tight. Uh, I think I think it's going to be Hellhounds, and I I, I don't see um, I see Swindon taking a similar team to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, think, I don't think that's the problem. I think it's Duke being injured, and I think Jim... The only thing I can think of... I have no idea why Jim wasn't there, but the only thing I can think of is that you've got, um, you know, well, contact football commitments, and I think that will be... Uh, it'll be there next week, or next yeah. Sunday. Okay, well, maybe that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Gonna... David? James is uh, 100% faithful that uh, Swindon can get the job done. Okay, Josh? Swindon again. Oh, I'm going to join Lewis. I think the Hellhounds. Uh, and then the last game, this should be pretty rapid. Uh, Swansea against the Reapers. Lewis? Yayan? Swansea. Reapers. David? Lewis. Wow. Wait, hang on, what? <laughs> Wait, even. I, I oh, love this. I'm so The toolbox are going to represent you. Um, yeah, let's go, Reapers. <laughs> Josh? Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not the shiny knife. The toolbox there, David. Reapers. And purely on the balance that we need you to lose. Sorry, David, Reapers. That's not even... What? <laughs> It's not who I think is going to win, it's who I want to win. Sorry. <laughs> right. That about wraps it up. I just no, that's, only, that's only half the games. What about since the White Hellhounds? 
Well, there's 18 fixtures in total. I just picked a random six that involved every one of the teams. No, let's do them all. Really? Yes, do them all. That means I've got to write more. Right, hang on a minute then. Do we have a whoever uh, predicts the most? They're the new host of the podcast. <laughs> no, that's terrible. <laughs> hey, I'm by default. Nobody else fancied doing it. No, because I, I, I would just be. Let's talk about the um, the Swansea Hammerheads and Sacks podcast. If I did it, you would have more sacks than you'd have listened to. Quite a lot of sacks. <laughs> Please don't start him. Okay. How many sacks have you got this year, David? Eighteen. When you listening? I actually read that out earlier. I got seven times for loss. That's still less than last year. What the hell have you been up to? Less than last year. Yes, it is. The drug test. You had more than that last year. I, I had, I had uh, in my total career as a uh, Plymouth Buccaneer, I Southwest. My last game day and a touchdown. I knew this would happen if you brought these two onto the same podcast, Dale. Don't, don't start in the, with, with this, Lewis. You're a traitor to Wales. You're already living in England. <laughs> Well, I don't know, I can't see what I've got to do with it. From England over to Wales. Yeah. I, so I, I don't consider myself Welsh, but I pretend I am to survive. With an accent like that. Um, so, quick question then, David. Who do you support on rugby yep. game days, England or Wales? I don't like rugby, but England. I actually, at the Six Nations this year, I nearly got beaten up for getting so drunk and yelling that Wales are shit. What about, what about you, Russ? Who'd you back? Wales or England? Yeah. Big England fan. Big England fan, Lewis. <laughs> you need to ask. I was shit-faced at 7pm when we won the uh, Grand Slam. I think it was half-time by the time I was shit-faced. Oh, fair play. I forgot to say, it's a bit late now, but shout-out to you for the amazing facilities as well. The fair play. Yeah, the facilities were amazing. Yeah, I've got to give you credit there. I mean, that was one of the best. Also, it made my parents come down and watch. Nice. That's nice. Well, I did. I did tell everyone. Everyone was like in doubt that whether or not we'd have a team, a venue, or anything. I knew we had that sorted. I was just enjoying drinking while refereeing. <laughs> it was nice to be able to go, go home and uh, be able to drink rather than having to drive back three hours. Well, my my thing was, I think I actually had two points while just refereeing um, Swindon versus Gwet. No, you didn't. You only had one. You dropped the other one. You drank pool. No, that that was a coke, and that was like I I bought so many drinks that day. I didn't realise three points. We had uh, no. Josh Pretorius Davis around the uh, the fun fights. There. Hammerheads own them. Andy from the Gears as well is good. There's no uh, Cornish pasties there. <laughs> it was Devon, not Cornwall. Well, but he said there was something like that. Yeah, ap- apparently Ian set the bar two years ago with them. Um... No, it was last season. It was the first game day of last season. I bought pasties for every player. It's true, you did, didn't you? Yeah. Um, I decided I wasn't going to do that this year. Because... I'd rather yeah. play Ivy no, than have pasties. So it's off the trade off. I don't think I don't think Andy would have minded to be honest. Oh, fair 
Right. We confuse the old guy in the process. <coughs> no, you're all right. Paul's not here today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bucks against Swansea. Lewis. Uh, what's that? Bucks, Wolves, one against Swansea Hammerhead. So yeah. I'm going to go Bucks, Wolves, one. Uh, David. Bucks, Wolves, but I think it'll be closer than people think. Uh, Josh. Bucks, Wolves. And I'm going to Bucks as well, but on the premise that I needed to lose. So far, David, you have no faith in your team. Hey, we're not going to the White Hellhounds game yet. Uh, Bucks, two against the Falcons. 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 David. Falcons. Josh. Uh, I'm going to go Falcons, yeah. I'm going to be contentious. Say Falcons. No, I'm going to say Bucks Wolves too. Ah, that's, that's a terrible, that's a cold take. Really cold. Mm, I don't know. They're struggling with injuries at uh, Exeter. I still think they're good. Still they they should. They, 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 I agree with you. They should have too much room. But like I said, on, strange they, things David, have happened. David, just remember that Lewis has more people on IR than you turned up to Ivory with. <laughs> they still quite a deep squad. I, I, I still trust in the process. They've still got Paul. They've got Paul and they've got Joe at quarterback. They've got Susie. They've got Pat. Um, they've got Will. They've got Connor. They've still got plenty of players. Well, we'll see. Um, Sharks against Supers. Lewis. I reckon the Supers could take that one. I reckon it'll be yeah, close, yeah. but Sharks. I take that one. David? Sharks, yep. Josh? I'm going to go Supers. Okay, I'm going to say the Sharks. I'm changing my... No, no, I'm going back to Supers, yeah. No, on second thoughts, yeah. I think the... Nah, uh, too late. Oh, <laughs> rubbish. I think Weston's little dink and dunk plays and... The option routes are really good. To be to be honest, I think that game's going to come down to who scores last. Yeah. And who's playing for Sharks as well? Yeah. The blitzers that turn up for Western. Western are very good blitzers. Falcons against Reading. Uh, realistically, yeah. I think Reading are just strong. I've got to pick Reading. You're just being obstinate now, aren't you? <laughs> David? Right. Oh, definitely uh, Reading. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Screw you, Lewis, definitely. Reading, Reading are the best team I've ever played against. <laughs> yeah, you know you can do you know you can do your team. toolbox, David, don't you? You're saying the name. It's the black. <laughs> <laughs> Reading the best team. We've played, I think, this season. So yeah, Reading. Yeah, and I if, if Reading got anywhere near full strength, yeah, they're t- they're going to be a tough ask. Uh, Honestly, I think Reading consider themselves unlucky. They struggled with numbers, like at the beginning of the season, and stuff, and then kind of got that uh, got that head start on them at the beginning of the season. Otherwise, I, well, I, I think I think we said in the cross conference recording, but I said to Jay. When I looked at the table um, before play and after play, and I'm like, "How are you fourth? You you don't play like a fourth place team. Do you know what I mean? And that's the best compliment I can give them." Yeah. Yeah. They, I think four losses. Just they're not 
I don't. Right, I don't Gators really against the Hellhounds, Lewis. Uh, I got Gators. Yeah, yeah. Hellhound. David. Gators. Josh. Gators. Yeah, same with me. Um, Reapers against the Gators. Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Reapers. Reapers. Oh, Reapers. Reapers. Josh. Josh. I think Gators. We got a peak at some point. This is the time to do it. Yeah, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. We got a full strength side. Who have knows? you have you have you heard the rumours that uh, Southern Reapers might not be full strength? No. Okay. To be honest, it makes no difference to us. I know it's a tough game anyway, but if if we got a full strength side, who knows? I mean, I would, I'd put our defence against most teams in the division if we're full strength. Well, we we rotated half time, Dave. In fairness. I mean, I, I could have been really cruel and left uh, Chris and Rich out there the entire game. but That's true, you could have. But like I said, at this stage in the game, it, it's, it's about getting reps and experience now. So I'm playing for I pride th- more than anything. I thought that's a foul, but hey, hey. No, no. Live, you, you can't, like I said to Chris, uh, I'm going off on a tangent now, but... Oh, God, here we go. No, no. When, when you play QB in training and in practice games, it's, you can't replicate live games. The, the speed, I mean, Lewis will tell you that, hopefully. It's, it's, it's totally different. Yeah, I agree. So the, the more reps he can get and experience heading into next season, the better. Swansea Hellhounds. Lewis, Swansea. I'll take Swansea on that one. Uh, Hellhounds. Wow, he's got against his mate from Swansea. David? Oh, Swansea, 100%. Josh? Swansea, yeah. Yeah, and as much as I want to put Hellhounds down, I think you will have too much room. So, Swansea. Uh, Plymouth, Chichester. Lewis. Sharks. Plymouth. David? I would love to see Plymouth go out there and win it. I think uh, they they have a chance, uh, depending on the quarterback, because watching Chichester play, you guys... They had so many chances to sack you, Dale. They just didn't even try and get the flag. They just go for the blocks. Uh, but I can go for the shots. <laughs> so all, all <laughs> that. Well, that, you can, that not a plot twist, I know. Yeah, let me fillet you, but then I'm not going to let you finish. Um, <laughs> Josh. Uh, and Yeah, I think I'm going to take the sharks as well. Um, Plymouth against Red in. Yeah, uh, Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Red and red and red. I have a suspicion that'll be a red in game. Uh, David? Mm, Redding. Josh? Red. I think that's the first one we've all agreed on. No, the second game we did. Swansea, Swansea, no, um, Western against Redding, and that's that's the only other one we've agreed on, because I went for Bucks Wolves 2 on the second game. Um, Western against Bucks 2. Is, is it? Yeah, I am. Western. Uh, Bucks 2. Okay. <laughs> David. David's fallen off. We'll come back to him. Josh. I know Bucks 2. I think they've struggled against Swindon and they've struggled against Plymouth. So maybe that might set a trend. Who knows? Um, I can't see past Western with them. 
Ah, we'll be two. Bucks two against Swindon. Lou? Uh, I want to no, say Swindon, so I'm going to... Yeah. Oh, it is, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, oh, down, yeah, I'm going down to be. Swindon now. <laughs> oh, that changes everything. That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a Bucks one win. <laughs> David back? No. Uh, Bucks, yeah. Bucks. Swindon against Reading. Yeah, uh, Reading. Reading. David said he picks Western over Wolves too. Uh, Josh? Uh, Redding, yeah. Yeah, and I go for Redding. Um, I'm assuming Dave would probably agree with the masses on those last two. Hang on. Right, so I've got, I've got these all written down. So now, Dad, you're going to have the standards that we've seen with Athletes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yayan hasn't got the patience for me to do that, Josh. And <laughs> uh, won't you... Right. Why don't you just Photoshop this into our group and then we'll be able to keep tracks of this. All right, I'll take a snapshot of it and I'll put it in the group. I'll write it out properly as well. Oh, superstar. Right, so that about wraps it up. I don't know if is David back. Did David come back? David's no trying to get back on. All right, well, by the time he gets back on, we'll be finished. So I'll, I'll say thank you to David, even though he can't say thank you. Uh, Lewis, uh, one more to go. But outside of that, I appreciate your efforts and time throughout this season doing this. Uh, Yaya, thank you for the last couple. Yes, no worries. Uh, Josh, thanks for joining this evening. No worries. We got (coughs) one left, which is the cross-conference game days, uh, July 20th. Um, Just wait, wait, wait. You've still got trials for the SWC this weekend. Well, unless unless Marcus wants to cover that, I'm happy to do it, but... uh, I, well, I don't know if he wants to let uh, trade secrets out, are we, Ian? Well, we'll sort that out. I don't, but, but for, for the Southwest Conference Division 1A, this is me signing off saying thank you very much for listening. Uh, have a fun game day six. Goodbye. That wraps up this episode. Find us on Facebook at First and 15 Podcast. Give us a like to keep up with all of our shows. Also, check out our sponsor, Nuola, for all your customised sportswear supplies.